Freaks, it's Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, a super glued man pussy, plus sumo diapers and dollar bill blowjobs. You can now summon Satan with a raging boner anywhere in the world. And anti-abortion is what we need in this life. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Cheryl Murkowski reading another Tinder success story. Last night, I had my first share of smegma. It was a wonderful Tinder date, and we went to the drive-in to see the new Happy Death Day. His windows are pretty tinted up, so we got away with fooling around during the movie. To my surprise, I uncovered a wealth of smegma underneath his thick, chipping foreskin. It was unlike any smegma porn I ever saw. He said he was embarrassed, but I just looked at him seductively and, without saying a word, licked and chewed up all the man butter from his five-inch Dulongus. He told me to keep eating it slowly and stroke him with the chewed up parts. <laughs> so I did. Needless to say, he came like a New York train and I sucked better than the movie that night. My stomach hurts for some reason now and I can't stop hiccuping. <laughs> but it was a wonderful night and I appreciate this. <laughs> group for all this magma sharing heart emoji all hate comments will be chewed and swallowed by me it's the distorted view show with tim hansen Ting. welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE i'm a mommy I'm a mommy. Stuff my fucking asshole. That's it. Stuff the fucking shit box. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you doing the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Got a great program for you. We kick things off with a submission from our very own Tyler Soros Rex in the Discord. He, uh, he actually sent in a few clips. Uh, this first one's pretty great. It uh, features a dominatrix and super glue. A winning formula, if you ask me. We've actually played super glue related dominatrix clips before. They are always a crowd pleaser. Uh, this video is titled uh, Mistress Super Glue's Sissy's Dick Shut. Today I had my sissy dressed up, and it wasn't enough just to get him dressed. I also made him tuck his little tiny clit in and super glue it. <laughs> and now. Is there funnier than when a woman refers to a man's penis as his clit. I mean, it's just, it's so demoralizing. I mean, I get that's kind of what the guy wants. That's what he's into. It's hilarious. I'm going to undo it. Like, Show me your little clitty. Your little man clitty. You can see you little how bitch. tiny his clit is. <laughs> Turn around. Yeah. Show that clit! Take off your panties. Here we go. Take a step back so everyone can see what you've done. You know, guys who are into dominatrixes, they're never attractive. You know, at least in the traditional sense. They're fat. They've got a gun. They look like me. I should be into dominatrixes. They're usually like bald and old and stuff. Now, uh, what she has done, it looks like she hasn't just used super glue. 
Uh, she used like a piece of paper, looks like a post-it note, and uh, she's taken the skin on either side of the dick, and and she's pulled it in the center together to to hide the penis, and then she kind of super glued the post-it note over that uh, that patch of skin, if that makes sense. I think that's what I'm looking at. Hard to tell. You even made a little catheter. Oh, and there's a catheter there. I guess so he could pee while the uh, the, the penis was super glued. Very ingenious. Good thinking, sissy. So now he's going to try to uh, rip off the super glue. Oh. <laughs> Boy. Undo it. Well, he's got he ripped off the piece of paper, but then um his uh his skin is still stuck together, so I, I don't see a penis yet. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, he's trying to I bet it does. He's trying to rip open Ow. so his penis Here's can be your free. Oh. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> well what did you expect, sir? Idiot no complaining. <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah, I'm seeing what he did. He passed like this little like um like a plastic nozzle that is attached to the tip of his dick. So and then the, the nozzle was the only thing that was exposed, like the, the tip of the nozzle so he could pee. It's kind of like a catheter. It's all pre-cum dripping out. Oh, stop it. We know you don't do that. Look how tiny it is. It is oh. very tiny. I was wondering how he was able to conceal it so well. It's got a micro dick. Uh-oh. That might be a problem. Yeah, it's like stuck on a little piece of skin. Move your head so everyone can see how tiny your little penis is. So pathetic, isn't it? Yes, ma'am. That's embarrassing. You know, this is a very good dominatrix. She gets her sissy to do all sorts of degrading things. Like in this next clip, he's using a dildo machine, not a vibrator. Like a vibrator just sort of shakes. This goes in and out. Like it does the fucking for you, which is nice. A real time saver. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Going a little too far in for the sissy's liking, I feel. Oh, oh, oh. Spread your legs. Oh, is that as hard as it's going to get? It's so embarrassing. Spread your legs. Yeah, don't make her say it twice. Nice and slow. Oh, she must be controlling the speed here, obviously. Spread your legs. I'm not going to tell you anymore. I told you you were pissing her off. I've got one more clip from this dominatrix. I think this is from the same session as the uh, the dildo machine. What are you doing? I'm going to come. Yeah, he's jerking off. No one told you to put your hand on your dicklet. Please. I'm begging you now. Who said that you could put that on there? Oh, 
said you, you could have lube. You, you did earlier. Oh. I did earlier. It was a, see, that was a trick. It was a test. Look at your little penis. Your thumb is bigger than your penis is. Spread it, your legs. It is a rather small penis. Spread your legs like the dirty little whore you are. Let's see if that little oh. that little clit of yours is going to come. Oh, I think he's going to come. It's like a um, a speedway, <laughs> like a NASCAR race. Well, there you go. Just a uh, fantastic mistress and her sissy bitch. Tylosaurus did provide a link to another dominatrix. Uh, apparently, this guy is into like his fantasy is going to a therapist, and then the therapist makes him do degrading things. So it starts off with him uh, talking to his doctor here. Hello, C. How was the quarantine for you? Well, it was long, stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Put all that time to yourself, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh! Last customer I had Client. She slipped up there. Psychologists don't call their clients customers, at least not to their faces. Anyway, so this guy was like, oh, my, what, my girlfriend takes all my money. You know, he's like whining like a little bitch. So uh, she's like, I got just the thing to fix you up. You acting like a big baby. Uh, yeah. Like, you acting like a big baby? You're acting like a big baby when it comes to money. Are you a man or are you a baby, huh? Whatever you want me to be, mistress. So she has him put on a diaper, but it's not like a normal diaper or even, or even like an adult diaper. It's like one of those sumo diapers. You're acting like you're such a man. You're not a man, you're a baby. Oh. Put that on, you little baby. They're big, puffy, and blue. You little whining baby, huh? Say it. You're a little whining baby. I'm, huh? I'm a little whining baby. That's right. She then takes a big wad of $100 bills, jams them in his mouth, and then wraps his head with, um, uh, like, cellophane, like, saran wrap. What's this? No, that's not money. That's a lot of money here. Open up. Open up. Oh, you like that, huh? You like that? It's like a big cocking amount. Well. Oh, nice roll. What is that, $100 bills? That Mm. money is way filthier than any cock. Those rolls of hundreds? I'm pretty sure there's some ones in there, you big baby. Keep it in there. Hmm? Keep it in there, you little slut. I mean, it goes on. I think she masturbates him with the the roll of money as well. Look at this. Time's out. I'm not a germaphobe, but that's that's disgusting. She's trying to rip open the cellophane that's wrapped around his mouth. I think that's enough. Wow, Tyler Soros Rex, thank you so much. Some great dominatrix clips for your Wednesday. Moving on now. Well, uh, you know, I typically don't talk about uh, political matters here on the show, but everyone is discussing uh, what's happening in our country regarding abortion. I'm a big fan of it, you know. Ladies, if uh, if you were thinking about getting an abortion, now would be the time to do it because it's the final days of Abortathon here in the United States. It's just like Toyotathon, but instead of walking away with a spacious Toyota Highlander, you uh, you gain back a lot of space in your pussy where that baby was s- stuck in there. I guess I don't know. Now that I got rid of the fetus, I've got seating for four in my cunt. 
So it looks like Roe versus Wade is uh, going to be overturned. Now, before any of this happened, last month, a clip surfaced from uh, some sort of like student organization that was uh, having a debate about abortion and a uh, a pro-choice lady came up to the mic and uh, just kind of made a fool of herself. I just want to I just want to read you. I just want to say poster that I have. Let me replay that because this line is so stupid. I just want to I just want to read you this poster that I have. All right. So obviously she was protesting. She has a poster that's really, really good. She wants to just read it to everyone. The whole point of a poster is that, you know, people can choose to read it themselves. But okay, she's got up to the mic and she wants to read you her pro-choice poster. I just want to read you this poster that I have um, because I hear a lot of pro-lifers say that life begins at conception. Does she really think she's going to win her argument by saying, you think life begins at conception? Nuh-uh, my poster says something different. Um, say that life begins at conception. Mm-hmm. So my poster reads, life begins when you understand living women matter more than potential babies. Yeah, you get some raw, raw cheer points, but there are so many better actual arguments you could have made that are more um, substantial. You know what I mean? Like uh, you could say, well, uh, uh, the baby's lungs aren't even formed until X amount of weeks in the womb. You know, the baby can't live on its own, so it shouldn't be considered alive or, you know, whatever. Such a better argument than I believe life begins when women realize that they are more important than potential life. Can I get some applause? Okay, great. No opinions were swayed. It's like you're speaking to the the pro-choice people more than the pro-life people. Preach to the choir, you stupid bitch. Well, the pro-life person actually wants to engage. Is it living? No. She's asking if the fetus is living. How can it grow if it's not living? Actually, actually, that's like saying if an acorn is a tree. When does the fetus become living? When it's an acorn, we just went over this. Oh. Um, that's actually a good question, but that line... Oh yeah, of course, because you don't know it, because it's oh. living. Oh. Yeah, anything that's not written on her poster seems to trip her up. You actively deny science, ma'am. How am I denying... What science did I deny, Darby? Um, okay, so let's look at some posters over here. But you don't have to be I here. need you to tell me what science... You just made an accusation. Yeah, that- like, what is it with posters in this woman? I denied science. What science did I deny? That posters! Read the posters! It's a child inside of you. It is a clump of cells when... I'm a clump of cells. What makes me different? Yeah, these two debaters are not in the same league. She's in over her head here. So when does, it, when does a child or fetus or clump of cells, whatever you want to call it, when does this clump of cells or fetus become living? When women realize they're more important than fetuses. It says it on my poster, cunt! Anyway, that was from a a week or two ago. Had nothing to do with uh, the Supreme Court upcoming decision on, you know, overturning Roe versus Wade. I was so surprised last night how quickly people showed up, you know, in front of the the Supreme Court. Last night they were chanting, Fuck Alito, Alito, one of the uh, justices. like everyone was on the same page or all just pissed off uh, about this uh, overturning of Roe versus Wade. But then things started to get a little weird. 
In addition to the pro-choicers out there, the LGBTQ delegation showed up along with the atheists. Now, you'd think they'd be supporting the pro-choice people out there, uh, upset about the Roe versus Wade thing, but no, they're they were pro-lifers, pro-life LGBTQ and pro-life atheists. You can hear them chanting, Roe v. Wade has to go. They're also holding up signs, Atheists Against Abortion. LGBT Democrats standing up for life. And then the demonstration devolved further into madness when uh, pro-choice women started fighting with other pro-choice women. This is why Democrats always lose shit. <laughs> they start fighting with their own. Don't be like that with me. Ooh, she already sounds like a Karen. I guess uh, one of these protesters was being very loud and it's late at night. Can we keep it down? Silent protest is the way to go. I've got a headache. So they were fighting over how loud they should protest. Don't be like that with me. No, because we're on the same side of this issue, and okay, I don't need you to be like you, that with me. You, no, and I'm not an asshole. Like I'm not an asshole. Because I want to be quiet about it, because I want to be loud about it. Everyone should be sitting around saying. She wants to be loud! No, you fucking real quiet, quiet about it. I'm going to be a quiet mouse about them taking our rights away. I mean, this woman kind of has a point. If you're quiet and you're just standing around, at that point, you're not even protesting. You're loitering. Don't lecture me. I'm on the same side as you. Don't fucking lecture me. Not to be a fucking church mouse about them taking our fucking rights. I'm not going to be a fucking church mouse about it. So don't fucking lecture me. Yell over there instead of yelling over here. Yeah, how about we all just get angry? Get angry. Are you guys angry? Are you guys angry? We're going to sit here and just. Don't be like that with me. I'm not a fucking church mouse. Don't be like that. What the fuck? Shut the fuck up. A new contender emerges. Stop saying the same thing over with church mouse. A goddamn church mouse. We know. Pro-life people aren't being quiet. This must have been before the, the huge crowd uh, emerged. It must have been just as the protest was starting to get going. I bet you those people who just wanted a nice, peaceful, quiet protest were pissed off about that. Hundreds of people screaming, fuck Alito. Let's be respectful, like we're in a library. All right, uh, well, there you go. That's what's happening in our country. Once again, things are fine. Things are going great. Thanks for the concern, though. Moving on. I've got a clip here of a, a freak out happening at a gas station convenience store. This woman says that the cashier stole from her. You have to go now. Where else I'm gonna call the cops? No, 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 no,
Yes, the accusation is lofty. The cashier somehow stole $1,600 from her. I guess maybe he took her credit card and charged some obscene amount or something, right? If that's the case, then yeah, she's justified in freaking out. Oh, Oh, what? Points? 1,600 of your points? Your gas reward points? That's what this fight is over? No, they won't. I hate how every fucking uh, fast food place store, they all got their reward points and cards and shit. You got to you got to scan uh, occasionally. Yeah, there are fuck ups. You, you can't really go to the cashier and ask them to add point. They, they, they don't have the ability. You got to call the corporate number. They'll typically fix it. They'll give you a couple extra thousand points just to shut you up because it's no big deal, really. It's like you need 9,000 points to get a free hot dog. You know, 1,600 points or nothing. Now she's saying God hates her, right? This is <laughs> God is pissed off at her. That's why, they, you know, he's taking her points away. The issue is you don't pray hard enough, lady. God help me. God hates me. My God hates me. I want to fire him. I need food. He stole my good box. Help me, God. Do something. Help me. Be God help me. Because this is not over real money. This is over reward points. You know, like any good clip we feature here on the podcast, things get racist real quick. I'm on a 1,250 point card, but you're, I'm black um, too. I'm gonna. One of these. I'm a coast. Gotcha. I have black and black lovers matter to me. I am from Nigeria. She says she's from um, the Ivory Coast in Nigeria. Dude, I'm black too. And I, she says she's black, even though um, I saw her. She doesn't look black at all. She looks just like a white woman. I'm from slaves like you. Oh. I'm more black than you. I'm albino black. Oh. I'm Wow, she's everything. You are turning against your people. I'm not a cracker. I'm Jewish from the Middle East. I am not white at all. I'm black. You are discriminating against a black woman. You are discriminating against a black woman. Help me get the printers. I need to redeem the points. I've got... That's one way to take care of this reparations issue. Let's just uh, create some sort of like United States rewards program and we'll just give black people a bunch of reward points that they can like trade in for Marlboros or something. I need to redeem the points. I'm a black woman. Like a catalog. (laughs) Like, you know, you can buy a kayak with points, trade in the points for one of those mini fridges that hold like six cans of coke. You are discriminating against a Native American woman. And you okay, are a right. black man discriminating against my black president. I mean, you know how this this clip ends. She's not going to get her point. She's gonna, just going to have the call corporate. This goes on for like five minutes. Fast forward. Uh-oh. And you're screwing against my church. That's my church next door. My pastor's Jacobson. And what? Sorry. And you are the most racist place. I can't get a coffee. This, a, that is not a white woman. It's like every standard big fat white bitch who causes a scene at a grocery store. I'm black and Jewish and Native American. And I'm right next door. 
you could have just stopped at the albino black thing. I think that that was probably the most believable. But then you're then you're like, and I'm also Native American and Jewish. Yeah, did you ever come to my I'm Viking church? Oh, so you're a Satanist? Are you Hitler? Well, you sound like a Hitler. Well, as suspected, by the end of the video, nothing is resolved. This woman was so upset, she actually packed up, got on a boat, and she moved back to the Ivory Coast. Sick of this American racist bullshit. Can a white black woman get the reward points that are owed to her? I mean, come on. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. The Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today, and when you do, you will gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been doing this podcast since December 2004, since I was seven years old. Just go with me on this. Uh, there are plenty, thousands of shows in the archive. More importantly, though, when you sign up, every week we do brand new exclusive programs, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. Yesterday's podcast was Sideshow exclusive, and we'll be doing another Sideshow exclusive podcast tomorrow. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Check out superfreaksideshow.com for more information. And if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can now get new exclusive episodes right in those apps. You can sign up for Sideshow content with just a few taps. Makes it very, very easy. Um, again, more information is up over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Finally, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. Just another way to help me out. Thank you so much to all of my patrons. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. So there are some perks over there. Again, patreon.com slash distortedview. All right, three very quick stories now. First up. If you're Canadian and you live in Vancouver, you may remember Penis Satan. Satan away! Yes, Penis Satan was a sculpture that popped up, and it's a, it's a, it's a sculpture of Satan with a huge hog. Back in 2014, someone by the name of Obsidian stepped out of a vehicle, and under the cover of darkness, as the midnight hour waned, he and three friends needed to act quickly. Fasten a wooden platform, screw the supports down, and apply some glue. They needed to make sure Satan was secure. Enter the mystery and the majesty behind Penis Satan, a bright red satanic statue placed one block north of Clark Drive and Great Northern Way near the city's iconic East Van Cross. Commuters woke up <laughs> to the otherworldly one on September 9th, 2014. And what they saw was a hybrid of Anton LaVey and Ron Jeremy. It was a bright red fiberglass statue of Satan standing seven feet tall, brandishing the devil's horns and sporting a hard-to-ignore erection. Unfortunately, Big Dick Energy Satan was not long for this world. Uh, crew removed the statue within two days. Speculation continued as the story made international headlines. Who built the statue? Why? And what happened to it? Well, Obsidian won't use his real name, but he says it blew up so fast, the next day it kind of shook me. I went to work and my buddies started sending me all these messages and it freaked me out. I came home and I was too afraid to leave my bedroom. 
Now, at the same time, Hot Art Wet City Arts Collective founder Jeff Benton's uh, wanted to house the sculpture so it could be included in the group's annual nude art show, Boobs and Wieners, of course. Uh, but uh, he couldn't find the rightful owner, and the city wouldn't relinquish the statue. So he settled for the next best thing and organized a life drawing session, complete with a costumed penis Satan model. So that's the uh, history of Vancouver's Satan penis. Why am I bringing this up now? He's back. And it's all thanks to the metaverse. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Thank you for penis Satan. Okay, it's not quite the metaverse, but it most certainly is AR. It's been years since Penis Satan, the famous or infamous sculpture, dropped into reality, taking its temporary place near Clark in Great Northern Way. But the big red devil with the big red dick is back, kind of, and can be wherever you want it. Obsidian, the anonymous artist who claimed responsibility for the controversial piece, has decided to release an augmented reality version. You can place penis Satan anywhere in the world. Churches, in front of grandma's nursing home, the Supreme Court, wherever. Penis Satan is my gift to the world that keeps on giving, the artist said in a video posted on social media. To drop penis Satan into any situation, people can go to the Penis Satan website and launch it from there. So you basically use your phone, right? Uh, it'll open up the camera function, and after a, uh, a minute, you can drop it in place. Penis Satan shows up as uh, standing about the same height as a human and stands in place with his signature uh, uh, dick wave. If you're wondering, um, uh, Satan's penis kind of like curves upward. Doesn't go to one side, doesn't uh, go down or straight up. It's, it, you know, it cur there's a gradual curve. It's very tasteful. And tasty. Again, while the bright red naked devil only lasted a short time, it burrowed deep into Vancouver's collective memory. Last year, it was resurrected as an NFT by Obsidian. This guy is milking penis Satan for all he's worth. Good for him. Milky. Milky. Indeed. If you want penis Satan to appear before your very eyes, the website is penissatan.com. Second story we have for you today, it also has to do with a penis. A bride-to-be was attacked by a crazed man who repeatedly stabbed the inflatable penis costume she was wearing for her bachelorette party. Laura Inglis was celebrating with friends over there in the UK ahead of her marriage to Jill Hutchinson. Wait a second. This is a lesbian thing? Why the hell would she dress up like a penis? Laura, 23, was in uh, Eaglesham Pavilion and Playings Field when Ronald McKinnon, 27, struck last June 21st. He charged towards Laura, who is a, a female soccer player, a football player over there, repeatedly stabbing her inflatable costume. I mean, that was probably a rental. Do you actually think a lesbian's going to go out and spend money to purchase an inflatable dick? No. She's going to want to return that thing ASAP. Uh, a shaken Laura phoned police to report the incident, and McKinnon of Eaglesham landed in jail at Paisley Sheriff's Court. He was charged with possessing a knife in public and culpable and reckless conduct by stabbing Laura's costume. It is just a, a giant uh, penis, and uh, her. I guess your feet fit where the, the balls go so she, she can sort of walk or waddle around there 
Prosecutors amended the charge to say that he used a sharp implement rather than a knife to stab the costume, and his not guilty plea was accepted to the knife possession uh, possession charge. Sentencing was adjourned for reports, and McKinnon was due back in court this week. But guess what, guys? He didn't attend. He's on the run. He's on the lam. What a dumb fucking thing to flee the country for. You stabbed an inflatable costume. I mean, even if they threw the book at you, like what? the maximum sentence is, what, 30 days in jail? He wasn't trying to hurt the woman. He just wanted to deflate the cock, you see. But anyway, all right, so he didn't show up. He's been a bad boy. The case was continued until next month to give McKinnon uh, one more chance. The team that Laura played for, uh, played football for, uh, wrote, Laura Inglis leaves Bishopton FC ladies after five years with the club to start her new life in America with Jill. And there is a picture of Jill. They most certainly are lesbians. I thought maybe there was a chance, like, in the UK, sometimes Jill was a guy's name. (laughs) But no, lesbians. In her time with Bishopton, she uh, has become a two-time league champion and SWF League Cup winner. I don't know what that means. She was part of the 2021 team, which went the entire season undefeated and won a league and cup double. So very impressive. Sometimes guys do have female names. I told you my my dad's name was Audra, A-U-D-R-A. His brother's name was Sandy and uh, his other brother's name was John Boy. They were from Kentucky, so I'm like 50% redneck. All right, uh, the final story we have for you today. Wow, the housing market is still red hot. You know you know what else it needs to be red hot to cook up? Meth. Let's combine those two things. We've got a story from Utah. The real estate market is so hot right now that a $575,000 listing known to be contaminated with meth. Now, normally, they would just tear those houses down, right? You'd have to just start over. It's basically a toxic waste dump of a house, but um, this listing had no problem finding a buyer. Full asking price and everything. Uh, A neighbor said uh, it's definitely an affluent neighborhood. You live in a den of crack and meth. It's a boulevard of broken dreams. Stop trying to make it sound like you live in Bel Air or something. It's definitely an affluent neighborhood, said April Davis, who lives next door to the property, Mm -hmm. being listed for sale in the Canyon Rim Mill Creek neighborhood. The 1,468 square foot, that's that's not that big of a house, three uh, bedroom, one bath home next to Davis. Uh, was listed for sale for $575,000. According to the Salt Lake Board of Realtors, homes in the zip code have a median sale price of $800,000. So you're getting a bargain, if you don't mind all of the uh, poisonous residue from ceiling to floor. The listing said it tested positive for meth with a bid to remediate at a cost of $4,500. Oh, that's not bad. You just you factor that into the cost? You know, if you're spending $600,000 on a house, what's another $4,500? The listing agent did not want to do an on-camera interview with the local news, but said the sale of the home is closing on Monday, and the buyer has agreed to pay for the uh, remediation. Either that or the new homeowners are also meth users. And if that's the case, then the property is turnkey. It's got everything we need. It does shock people to know that uh, there's meth in their neighborhood, for sure. A lot of what we see are just lower levels from people using and not necessarily manufacturing, said Shane Woodworth, owner of Crime Scene Cleaners. 
a company that cleans up meth-contaminated houses. Woodworth said most contaminations are discovered during a property transaction when buyers test for meth during the inspection process. Quote, a lot of people live in them and are just fine. But there's a small percentage of people who are sensitive to that type of thing uh, that really do get sick from these contaminated homes and living there. The time and cost to remediate depend on the size of the home and the potency of the contamination. Basically, how good was the meth? Woodworth said an average cost is roughly $4,000 and could take a couple of weeks, including the permitting process. In Salt Lake County, over the last 12 months, 375 properties were tested positive for chemical contamination. I guess what we're saying here is uh, Salt Lake has a meth problem they really need to address. Woodworth says he remediates in homes at every level. Okay, is this like an ad for his business or something? A lot of them are a little bit lower income homes that we get into, but we see high end homes as well. We see homes up in Park City, nicer areas of Salt Lake County, Utah County. Meth doesn't discriminate. It's everywhere. Every neighborhood could have it. Well, freaks, it's been a while since I've played this, but I think it's time for a breakdown. Look, Look at, at me, me, busy as a bee, when I get all this energy, oh, meth, ooh, meth. I don't, I don't sleep, and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street, ooh, meth, ooh, meth. Get these hairs all out of my face, get these bugs all out of my place, one more hit, no time to waste, oh, meth, ooh, meth. Thank you. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. Uh, There's a link on the main navigation bar if you want to join in on all the fun. Uh, Real quick, before we get into uh, the voicemails, wow, my heart sank today. I was I got on Twitter and uh, I saw a new tweet from Level Eighty Cat Lady and I was like, "What?" Uh, apparently, Level Forty Cat Lordy uh, has access to her account and uh, finally wrote um, uh, a little update for those of uh, her followers who didn't know at this point. I think everyone kind of knew, but uh, he wrote, "It is with deepest sadness I must announce that in February of this year, Love Lady Cat Lady passed away. She will be remembered for her selflessness, creativity, optimism, and unshakable friendliness. She touched many lives. I hope her goodness lives on in all of us." Now, we've—I've never spoken to Level Forty Cat Lordy myself. Um, I should really DM him now that I know that uh, he has access to her account, but. Um, I guess, I don't know, it was kind of nice to see that post and see that level uh, 40 Cat Lordy is around, and I don't know. Uh, It was just kind of a weird uh, thing to see today, but I just wanted to mention that because I know a lot of freaks uh, probably saw that uh, as well. So Level 80 Cat Lady remains uh, in our thoughts, of course. Uh, I am, uh, I told you guys that I'm um, ordering a bunch of these like little um, uh, picture frames with her artwork that we're going to put up on the wall in the studio, so... Uh, hopefully that'll be coming soon. All right, uh, let's do a couple uh, voicemails here and see what the freaks are up to today. Put us all in a good mood now, please. Hey, Tim, this is Avery Satonis. Um Yeah, so Felonious Fingers yesterday was talking about the uh, the cum snorting. Well, 
I fucking love it, man. I'm oh, you're lie. a fan. Yes, yeah, so uh, someone called in yesterday and said uh, one of the things that he can't stand that, that grosses him out the most is the cum snorting. Now, this guy is saying that he loves the cum snorting. I fucking love it, man. I'm not going to lie. I fucking love it. You know what's really fucked up is cum vaping. I'm pretty sure you've already played that. Yes, we have done cum vaping. But I mean, we, haven't, we haven't done it. I haven't tried it on the show, but we've, we've played clips of the it. The guy who vapes. It's fucking hilarious. Would you? How much would it? How much would I have to give you for you to try vaping some of your own cum or vaping some of my cum? Name a, name your price. Let's see. Let's see if we can make this happen on an upcoming nocturnal transmission. I am bound and determined to get banned off of YouTube. Hello, Timmy Boo. It's Tyra Barbie, and um, listening to you guys on the Rogan Show. I don't know. Oh well, she's got the a shitty connection. I don't know. You were talking about the parents. Or the guy believing their litter boxes in schools. Right. Yes, uh, he believed that the public schools had set up litter boxes for furries to piss and shit in in our public schools. I'm thinking. People are- now we've got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> like, that, like that was cute a couple months ago. Now you're dealing with a repeal of like abortion, like banning abortion altogether. Fucking retarded. And there's no hope for us. Yeah. At all. Nope. <laughs> we should just all. Wish for a giant asteroid to fucking kill us all. Have you? Do you guys hear about uh, some cube? <laughs> I just saw. I saw one news article about it. I didn't really read it, but there's apparently a black cube that appeared in front of the sun. There was a picture of it, but I couldn't make out what, like what they were talking about. There's all sorts of weird swirly shapes in front of the the sun. It's obviously like a sunspot or a flare or something, right? Let's hope it's something more than that. A Borg cube coming to wipe us all out. Hello, this is Unicorn again. So apparently I called over the... Loop. Calling in from um, uh, the ocean. He's in the ocean. Uh-huh. You know what, Unicorn Hamster? I'm going to cut you off. Uh, you're calling so often, and that's fine, but uh, I, I don't feel so bad about not playing this call because I know, like, in a day or two, you'll call back and you'll have a better connection, hopefully. Oh, whoops. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me <laughs> start this over. Someone's yelling at me here. I'd like to hear that. That's me. This is Desert Scat Rat. I'm just chilling here with my wife. We're listening to Friday, whatever, January 30, 29th, whatever the fuck it is, and you're talking about a local story here in Arizona about the guy taking a selfie and falling off the Superstition Springs Mountains. And you said, this being the story of you, you have audio. And my dumbass said, really? And my wife proceeded to laugh at me for the next five minutes because you got me and because you played the goofy clip. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks, you motherfucker. <laughs> I do Love remember doing that. For fucking way over half my life, so. <laughs> I'm an asshole. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. That little clit of yours going to come. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if your sideshow members. Otherwise, I'll be back on Friday to end the week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.